Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Play my favorite radio station. Good quality radio like this. Happy National Radio Day. Radio. 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 Just listen to the DJs on the radio station. Yeah, maybe turn the radio up. God, it's pathetic. They're just they're they're showing a preview of uh, uh, the uh, the DNC's uh, big wrap up finale tonight, and, and it's just you know it, it it's also what phony, I guess is uh, the best word. Hello, here we go, getting underway with hour number two, the Thursday edition Bobby Mac Electric Radio Program, and as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just give me a call using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063, or text me via the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. Thursday afternoon at 4, it's time for our weekly get-together with uh, Drew McKissick. He's the uh, chairman of the South Carolina GOP, and I guess probably right now going into the uh, big finale of the DNC convention tonight, the uh, virtual convention, uh, probably couldn't be happier with what he's seen. Well, let's just say to the extent that you can make yourself watch it uh, as a normal American, it does prove to be quite entertaining. Yeah, uh, you know, but, it is, but you're right. Uh, is, uh, a, a lot of people's gag reflex kicked in on Monday. <laughs> I mean, it literally is a circus. It's like a collection of all the ideas and the things that are weird in America. It's like the bar scene out of Star Wars. You know, it's just <laughs> the, the intergalactic, you know, menagerie of the weird. Uh, not to mention, you know, their their just their principles and so forth. I mean, you had the the uh, the the um, uh, yesterday with. Uh, of course, Obama, you know, giving his speech and overshadowing right. the VP nominee, who had the just the robotic, uh, you know, paint by the numbers template speech, uh, and you know, who's I mean, look, totally, totally phony, totally radical, and totally, as we said before, uh, basically, she is the representative of the group that is has their hand up the sock puppet that is Joe Biden. I mean, Joe yeah, Biden. But- Basically, is the liberal sock puppet that they they put up here in the meantime, you know, in a, a, a just a colossal example of elder abuse, I think. And, you know, yeah, making it is. Him continue to run this campaign despite the fact that he's obviously not up to it. 
because he's the best placeholder that they could possibly come up with uh, versus everybody else that really wants to run that party and run the country. Right. And it will, despite the fact if he were to get elected. Right. Uh, yeah, because uh, Joe yeah. is an empty suit. Exactly. Totally. Totally. And you've had, you know, Michelle Obama giving her speech and then getting fact-checked right away, you know, with the whole uh, bit about, you know, Trump keeping children in cages. And I'm thinking, like, these are the same so-called cages, which are actually, you know, just holding cells that were right. built by her husband, by the way. Yep. You know, let's, oh, yeah. let's not forget that. Yeah, two years before uh, <laughs> anybody had any idea that Donald John Trump was going to be running for president, Obama yeah, was yeah. building the cages they put the, kid, the kids in. <laughs> God. My, got my, AOC, well, you know, they give her 60 oh, seconds. And I'm thinking, we need to give her 60 minutes at our yeah. convention. Just let her get up there and ramble yeah. on about everything that they believe. <laughs> right. It's it's incredible. And one of my one of my uh, personal highlights was uh, Biden and uh, Dr. Jill. That's, a, that's another thing. Somebody who is a, not to denigrate a Ph.D., but somebody who is a Ph.D. <laughs> and who insists on being addressed as doctor, you know, that, that, uh -huh. always, that always strikes me. Well, it's, then again, it, what's the Ph.D. worth nowadays coming out of colleges today? I don't well, know. Well, yeah, good point. I mean, it does stand for piled higher and deeper. But there's, there's well, Biden and his significant other. Uh, and, and what do you know? He's over the top. Uh, he has secured the nomination. And here uh -huh. are, uh, wherever they were, uh, here are uh, some balloons and uh, some streamers falling out of the uh, ceiling tiles. And Biden has got his his typical uh, what the hell is going on around me look on his face. You know, he's a, were surprised by it all, right? Yeah, dazed and confused. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, all, all that was missing was the caption of Biden saying, what just happened? <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting, though, about the whole business yesterday is what nobody's talking about. Nobody's talking about Hillary Clinton's speech. You know, yeah. talk about the person who's totally been overshadowed now. You, you know, bet. you have Madam Hillary who still hasn't gotten over, you know, she's basically been the, the angry, you know, bitter, <laughs> you know, I don't know, loser or former ex or girlfriend or whatever, you know. Dare we knows say, that kind of person who just yeah, carries dare, the grudge, you know. Yeah, dare we say uh, shrewish, you know. Is, is that, is that and, sexist and, to say that Hillary is acting uh, shrewish? <laughs> And I don't care if it well, is or not, and, of course. And, 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 and you know, she's, she's she's totally been swept to the side now. So yeah. you know, totally ignored, and and uh, which you know, good riddance. But uh, uh, I just found that kind of amusing. But you know, now they've got uh, uh, things moving on. And actually, I'll be heading up to Charlotte uh, myself uh, this evening. We have a Republican National Committee meeting going through the weekend, nice. and then uh, Monday we start uh, our convention uh, mm -hmm. put that in air quotes but uh you know since it'll be 336 people that will be meeting will be uh, six per state we'll be casting the uh the votes by proxy for the rest of the delegates from our respective states in terms right. of you know platform rules and the formal nomination process uh and uh you know i anticipate i mean we're going to have uh, speakers that represent America, represent normal people, normal people values, people who, you know, don't uh, stand up for defunding the police, for instance, <laughs> right. uh, people who might actually believe in law and order, you know, go figure, you know, protect hey, what a concept. the person yeah. in their property. Yeah, it's a novel <laughs> idea. And yeah, our people are excited. Uh, I mean, you've got uh, uh, Trump out there over the course of the DNC convention 
counter-programming showing up in, you know, battleground right. states that Joe Biden hadn't visited in, you know, I don't know how long now. Uh, he's got people who are excited. The campaign is breaking fundraising records. Uh, and, and also in terms of um, uh, just the size of the organization itself, uh, the, the victory effort through the RNC and the Trump campaign has actually doubled the size of the DNC's operation. Wow. And further, we have uh, registered double the number of voters uh, that we did in 2016 so far and have uh, about 1.5 million identified volunteers nationwide, folks who've signed up to volunteer in some capacity. You know, well, these the are all good country. things so, considering the, the Democrats' absolutely. propensity for ballot harvesting and every other way they can try and cheat their way into an electoral victory. <laughs> well, you know, never let it be said that they didn't try. That's true. Uh, but, um, you know, we're very we, trying. <laughs> but I mean, look, we, we, we want to win the old-fashioned way. We want to earn it. We want to do it legal and honest. Uh, and, you know, part of that comes from volunteers. People want to get involved. And just I'll put in the shameless plug now for the folks who want to get involved. You can go to scgop.com and sign up at the volunteer link. Uh, but, you know, look, they've got us in uh, two federal lawsuits right now, you know, trying to change the rules of the game for voting right. here in South Carolina that we're having to fight here. And they're doing that in states all across the country right now. Sure. But you're right. It's just they, when they can't win at the ballot box, they try to change the rules. Yep. And and they've got a, an outstanding lineup uh, coming up for their big finale tonight. People like uh, Michael Doomberg, uh, mm-hmm. Pete, uh, Mayor Pete, <laughs> uh, all, all the losers uh, from the primary. They got uh, Mr. Yang is in there. Uh, I'm surprised they, the Yang they don't. Yang gang. Yeah, I'm surprised they, they didn't uh, drag out uh, Beto O'Dork so he can talk about going around and collecting everybody's guns again. But, <laughs> well, that's probably know. why they won't have him on stage. <laughs> but it's amazing. He actually you know, said what they think. You know, you're not yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, that's right. He actually told the truth about what they intend to do, and we can't have that. I had a caller earlier in the program. Uh, we're talking with Drew McKissick, who's the chairman of the South Carolina GOP. had a caller earlier, Drew. And he said, what is it with this Democrat convention? They never talk about any issues. And I said, well, what issues are they going to talk about? Are they going to talk about uh, abortion? Are they going to talk about AOC's Green New Deal, that $92 trillion disaster, while California's got rolling blackouts all over the place? They don't have... They don't have an issue that they are on the correct side of, so they have to yep. have the, the cult of personality. And unfortunately, right. the guy who's the figurehead, Biden, has no personality. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, he couldn't excite, you know, his way out of a paper bag. Right. Uh, much, much less to get anybody else to help him. Uh, which is why, you know, of course, we talked about this before. They keep him basically locked in the basement, you know, right. because when he comes out, he does stupid things, said stupid things. Right. I know they're just, you know, gnashing teeth and knocking their knees together over the idea that he'll eventually be on a live uh, nationally televised stage with the president oh, in a presidential God. debate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> without a media filter, you know, right. just live, people can watch it and they, they yeah. can't rely on the media to, you know, cover up the mistakes. And here's uh, a party, Drew, that is counting on. In order to have any chance whatsoever, a huge minority turnout in their favor. They've always mm-hmm. counted on it. They have assumed yep. it's going to be there. And yet, uh, you look at the numbers on issues, the number of African Americans who are not in favor of defunding the police is huge. Exactly. And you go exactly. right on down the line, 
you know, and, and then you've got Biden out there, and every time he opens his mouth, he says something racist. You know, hey, are you a junkie? You know, to a CBS, <laughs> uh, a, a black CBS uh, You're commentator. Trump. You're not black. Yeah, and, and right down the line, you know, if you go into a 7-Eleven, you got to have a slight uh, Indian accent. I mean, <laughs> he's, he, this guy has a litany of racist gaffes from the party that is so dependent mm-hmm. on, on the support of those voters. Good luck. Yep. Well, you know, and and I will go out on a limb right here, right now, and I will predict Donald Trump nationwide and here in South Carolina will get a bigger percentage of the African American vote than he got in 2016. Yeah. I, I just I'll bet my house on that. Yeah. And uh, and, and now, I'm right there with you. I, bigger, but I would I would be willing to bet that Donald Trump is going to get the highest percentage of African American and Hispanic votes mm-hmm. of any. Republican presidential candidate in history. How's that? There, there is a good possibility that you could be right. And again, it does because eventually campaigns are about issues. Issues right. move people. Yep. Uh, issues matter to people. They're relevant to their daily lives. And when when a campaign talks about those issues in a way that makes them relevant, people react. They mm-hmm. vote one way or another on the basis of that. And when you get down to those issues again, you know, bread and butter issues, talking about jobs and talking about basic security. Uh, and, and also, when you talk about issues like illegal immigration, well, you know, right. it's an issue which is very important, very impactful yep. to the African-American community in terms of jobs, to the Hispanic community, those who came in this country illegally in the right way. Well, the last thing they want is people coming in illegally Absolutely. and taking away jobs and so yep. forth. All these things impact them where they live. And at the end of the day, that's what a campaign's about. Yep, sure is. And, uh, and it's not a cult of personality headed by yep. uh, a guy who has none. Uh, Drew McKissick. Uh, Drew, uh, what about uh, next week? Are you going to be able to join us uh, as, uh, as usual on Thursday? Or I, I know you're probably going to be going crazy. I will be here uh, unless, uh, you know, the creek rises. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Appreciate right. it, Drew. Uh, good luck. In, yes, in tra- Do you what what is what is the convention going to look like? Is it is it going to be? Uh, anything similar to what the Democrats have put on or something totally different? Uh, it will be different. Uh, the question is how different. But, I mean, again, our delegates will be there again in person. Well, right. I say our de- the delegates that I spoke about. Right. Um, you know, how much of that on that day versus the other days when we're not there, I'm not positive at this point. We'll see. Well, it certainly couldn't but be But I do worse know than... that the speakers will be better, and they'll talk about issues. <laughs> right. Yeah. What a concept. Yeah, it, exactly. it's 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 going to be fascinating to watch because what the DNC has put on has, has been like a, 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 a never-ending infomercial that you would have skipped mm. ad on a long time ago. Uh, Drew, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot for your time as always, and we'll talk to you next week from Charlotte from the convention. Yes, sir. Have a good one. You Bye. too. 420 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here. Right back with more as we roll on here on Thursday on WORD.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Oh, boy. This is cold. Texter says, uh, hey, Bobby, too bad they don't have Jeffrey Epstein available to speak tonight at the DNC convention. Uh, 425 as we uh, go back to the phones here on Thursday. Uh, we're connected again with John, who is in uh, Greycourt. We, he, we were trying to get him on earlier, and the phone went into one of those black holes or something. But we're reconnected now. Hi, John. Sorry for the confusion there earlier, but good to have you here. Hey, Bobby, can I give a shout-out to my daughter, Katie? Yes, sir. Hey, Katie, love you. <laughs> hey, uh, Bobby, two two things, guns and jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at uh, when people have a gun and they have a job, they don't want to give it up. Right now, blacks are the high – um, they are the highest dem- – they're the demographic with the highest increase in gun sales. Correct. Okay, you put a gun in the hand of a black man or a black woman, and they're going to vote Republican. You give them a job – they're going to vote Republican. Watch it. Watch it very carefully. Now, here's my question. Tell me why Donald Trump is the lone voice in the Republican Party for sanity and truth. I, you know, I, Lindsey Graham, I know where he is. He's right. lost. Right. Jim Scott, I think I know where he is. Yep. He doesn't know where he is. And I think about our South Carolina de- delegation. You know, other than uh, Jeff Duncan on Facebook, which is pretty lame, where are they, Bobby? Yeah. I mean, it's Trump and he's alone. This yeah. is disconcerting. He is. He is a he is a lone voice in the wilderness against uh all of the uh, the deep staters, uh the the never Trumpers, uh the ones who wanna maintain the status quo uh, mm-hmm. to keep to keep the dollars rolling in. Like everything else, it's follow the money. You know, it's like uh, Governor Lepetamine in Blazing Saddles said, you know, uh, you guys uh, got to protect your phony baloney jobs. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know if you're familiar. There's this black lady walking around Baltimore in yes. a, a red dress. Her name is right. Kim Klasik. Right. What a warrior. I'm telling you. Know, you. Just, we, we, move, what? She needs to move to South Carolina so we can vote for her. You know, you know she is that unbelievable uh, young lady. And and what John is referring to is a video commercial that she's done, an ad for her campaign. She's running for some office in Maryland, and I don't even remember which one, but it doesn't matter. But she does a walking tour of Baltimore, showing uh, the uh, conditions 
there and talking about how Democrats have been running her city for more than 50 years. And here's the result. You know, it, it's, yes. it's like that, that old, yeah, yeah. the old saying of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result being a, def, a definition of insanity. And it is. And uh, I, I certainly yeah. hope that whatever office she's running for, she gets elected. And they ought to take her commercial and play it uh, on the uh, networks during the Republican National Convention next week. Absolutely. You know, they've been run, those Democrats have been running those cities for 50 years. You know where they've run them to? Yeah, into, into the, the ground. ground. Right. Boom. Yep. Consistently, you know, and, and you look at all of these places that are having these problems, Seattle, Portland, Chicago, uh, the list goes on and on, New York. Uh, the president in his speech today in Pennsylvania mentioning crime is up in New York 328 yeah, percent yeah. the, because of the policies of Cuomo and uh, uh, Mayor Kami de Blasio. So, you know, at, at some point, people were going to say enough is enough. And and at some point, maybe November 3rd. Possibly so. I hope so. Well, you know, if, they, if they're not going to vote, they're at least leaving New York in droves, New York yeah. City especially. I, I hope they're not coming to South Carolina unless they plan to vote conservative <laughs> Republican and preserve everything that we have here. You know, I don't want $3,000 a month, $3,000 a year property taxes on a $75,000 home. That's right. no good. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, all their all their yeah. policies uh, are, are unacceptable to average Americans, and I think that's going to be proven uh, this November. John, uh, glad we yeah. finally were able to connect. Glad you got to do a shout-out for Katie there, too. Four, uh, 429 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie is ready to update us with the news, and then I'm right back on the other side. We go back to the phones again when I come right back here on Thursday on WORD. Really nice uh, Thursday afternoon. Got a little break in the temperatures here, a little uh, breeze out of the north and uh, the northeast. Humidity kind of up there again, but uh, hey, you know, we'll take what we can get. It was uh, really nice this morning, kind of an autumnal preview there. Uh, 24 before 5 as we go back to the phone. So let's head to Spartanburg and bring in uh, Jerry here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to the program. Hello, Mr. Bobby Mack. How are you today? So far, so good. Great, great. I just wanted to uh, elaborate on two um, things that I heard you talking about a little bit earlier. One was the black vote in America mm-hmm. this coming um, election day. I agree with you, Bobby Mack. I, um, I, I believe that this year we'll see things change. Me personally, you know, I know everyone's different, and I, I understand that everyone thinks differently. Um, but me personally, I've been watching the Democratic Convention. I've been watching some of the uh, speeches and things like that. And and to be honest with you, to keep it very simple, I, I personally personally believe that American people, not only black people, but American people should begin to become kind of offended with the way that the Democratic Party portrays things and conveys things and gives us messages. Absolutely. For example, you know, there, there's there's millions of examples to give, Bobby Mack, so we won't go into those, but... 
you know, watching Michelle Obama speak, watching mm-hmm. Barack Obama speak, and the right. list goes on and on. They say things about Mr. Trump that they are actually guilty of, and it's <laughs> just it's becoming to the point that we all, I'm going to take your words, we all have to reach a saturation point, mm-hmm. and we need to go ahead and go. And the second thing that I was going to comment on was you said when at some point it will have to be enough, you know, enough is enough. And I believe for the black community, I agree as well, at some point, Bobby Mack, there will be that enough is enough moment um, from all these Democratic cities that are experiencing all these troublesome, t- troublesome times right now. Right. And just all across the country, at some point in time, the light switch will have to be turned on. And I want to do my part to try to continue to turn that light switch on for people who look like me and people who are my age. Right. So I just want to continue to listen to you and uh, learn as much as I can and, and spread that message, Bobby Mack. Well, that that's great. That's great, Jerry. Uh, you know, if, if, if I was African-American, I would be highly offended at the way the Democrats have shown such arrogance in taking uh, the votes of black Americans for granted for decades and giving nothing in return. Uh, it, it's insulting, quite frankly. I agree. And and yet, I agree completely. I, uh, yet I guess they they feel as if they can keep the charade going, interminably, but I I I'm in agreement with you. I I think that, uh, you know, when you look at, look, all Americans, race, creed, and color side, everybody wants to do, the best they possibly can, and the capitalist system gives people that opportunity. We had a soundbite yesterday in Amazing True Facts from a guy who used to be a security guard at a hospital. He is now back at that hospital and he has become a medical doctor. Uh, He's black and he was talking about how if you apply yourself, if you work hard, anything is attainable based on your skills, your your own innate abilities. And the Democrats apparently uh, don't believe that the people in the African-American community have the capacity to do that. You know, it, it's it's uh, this this uh, racist insult. Is it the only way I can think of to describe it? Look at Biden, you know, with his comment about, well, you know, unlike the African-American community, Hispanics, you know, they all think for themselves. What an insult as if uh, every every black in America thinks the same way. So Ben Carson is the same as, as uh, Calypso Louie. You know, I mean, it's insane on its face. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. And, you know, the, the, the biggest term or the biggest point that I believe should be just the, a huge banner across the sky in every state, Bobby Mack. Um, and I've seen it on Facebook. I've been trying to build my presence on Facebook for mm-hmm. certain things over the past few months as well. But one of the biggest terms that should just be the just be, take the cake home, Mr. Biden, Mrs. Pelosi, Mr. Schumer, they've had all 40 plus years right. in, in, in service. And if anything hasn't changed at this point, Mr. Bobby Mack, what makes people think that it will now? And I, I just find it appalling that Mr. Donald Trump has had the time that he's had. But yet J- Joe Biden will tell you that, oh, he's not the answer. And Michelle Obama will tell you that he's not the answer, and he's done a horrible job, but yet they've had literally 
a longer time than I've been alive in <laughs> politics. Right. And, and you know, it's just it, a blind person I could see it, I believe. So hopefully one day we'll really get some answers by that. Yeah, I hope so, too. And you, you look at uh, what President Trump has done uh, in terms of uh, sentence reduction and, and freeing from jail uh, people who were put there by individuals Correct. like uh, Kamala Harris when she was a prosecutor. Correct. Uh, in San Francisco, you know, where uh, people that had very minor drug offenses were sent away for decades of time. Biden himself was the was the co-sponsor of the 1994-1995 uh, federal act that was responsible for extending many of those sentences that put black Americans behind bars. And, and Trump has undone that. And yet they want to call him the racist. Give me a break. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. You're exactly well, right. I, Jerry, I think I, the tides I, will turn. We'll, we'll turn. I, th- I think so, too. And, and, uh, and speaking with, with people like yourself uh, is merely more evidence of that. So thanks for what you're doing, Jerry. And uh, hang tough. We'll win in the end. Yes, sir. Good to have you here. 17 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, quickly, let's uh, go into, uh, let's head south. Let's go to uh, Anderson and bring in uh, Roger from down there. Hey, Roger, how was your Thursday? Hey, doing good, Bobby. I appreciate good. you getting me in. Yes, sir. Um, well, I'm two things. One, last night, I, I didn't think it, that a speech could be more incendiary, inflammatory in the rhetoric of Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. But her husband, her husband, he threw gasoline on that fire last night. I mean, I've, as far as being, you know, a, a, a politician, speech, that's about as, as inflammatory. And it was really a threatening speech. He was yeah. threatening the people of the United States not to elect Donald Trump or basically there would be uh, unrest, civil unrest, racial unrest. And it was just... Um, so over the top. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was, I agree. It's believable, but it's really disgusting. Um, and even some of the people who they couldn't clean that up because some of the people who talked about the speech after he was done were even calling it dark and grim and mm-hmm. you know words that they would have never used for Obama, but you know, speech before. Right. But um, yeah, tonight, it was very. No, you're you're right, Roger. It was filled with nothing but ad hominem attacks, and, and it and it's pretty sad uh, that a former president of the United States uh, is now speaking on behalf of a party that is encouraging criminality in places like Seattle and Portland and and others. Uh, that that's that's pretty sad. Well, he, he endorsed social unrest and and vandalism and everything else last night. Basically, yep. it was a he could have been giving that speech to uh, Antifa, and he would have got a standing ovation. But um, tonight, I, I'm just going to be very curious what uh, Biden's appearance looks like, how his speech is, um, mm-hmm. as far as his ability to, you know, complete his speech. I don't know how long it'll be. But I'm going to tell you, Bobby, I, after next week, and I know the Republicans are going to put on a better show than the Democrats, um, after next week, it's all going to be about the debate. It's right. all going to be about when. when's that debate going to be, if there's going to be a debate. Right. I'm going to tell you, Bobby, there's one thing. I'm, I remember the debates that Biden had with Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and a couple of those others. There, there were a couple of them where he was really asleep and not even really there. Right. 
But then there was one or two that I remember, Bobby, where that man, it, it was like he was plugged into a 5,000-watt generator. They must have given him a cocktail of amphetamines, Red Bull, <laughs> and who knows what. Because I, honestly, Bobby, go back and look at it. Yeah, no, you, no, you're right. His yeah. eyes, his blinking of his eyes was, it, I've never seen anything like that on a man that age. Yeah, he was pumped. His eyes were just rapid. Right. They could probably, Bobby, get him, get him through one debate, and that's all they want to do. Yeah. Because yeah. after that, they'll say, well, after that, they'll say, well, we did one, we gave you what you wanted, now we're done. Because well, otherwise, they're going to have to have a team of paramedics standing up there to, to get him through more than one debate. I can, I can uh, guarantee you, Roger, the people that are his handlers – uh, as September 29th, which is the night of the debate, as that approaches, they are going to be more nervous than bomb disposal experts. <laughs> I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. And um, I, I do think, though, that they could probably get him through one. And, and Because, you know, the moderator is going to help him out as much as possible. Sure. Right. They always I do. Mean, the moder- it's going to be softball Steve from the moderator. So. Right. All he's got to do is just basically show up and he'll walk off the stage under his own power, and he would have, according yeah, to the and, media, yeah, they'll them, call, yeah, would have, right, they'll call it a success. Say, yeah, well, That's yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, right, uh, best, best uh, debate performance ever by any candidate. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. and I'm sure the, I'm sure the questions are going to be hard hitting. Like, you know, are you a good dancer, uh, uh, Mr. Vice President? Tell me, what's your favorite color? You know, hey, yeah. Mr. Biden, uh, do you like fat girls? You know, <laughs> just, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it'll be. It'll, <laughs> just ridiculous stuff, you know. It'll uh, be, yeah. It'll questions like, how many socks are you wearing right now? Of course, you right. might have to take the shoes off to answer that. <laughs> right. But, Bobby, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna manage it. I think they're going to get him through one. But I, I just hope the Republicans are taking notes on what not to do. And I saw Ronald McDaniel, the, the RNC chairman, and she said they're, they're going to have some live audience interaction next week. They're going to oh have boy. different – she didn't give away the secrets, but I saw right. on Fox a little while ago. She said, we're not going to do what the Democrats are doing. We're going to have a, a, a different show than what they're putting well, on. Well, thank, in, thank uh, God for that for uh, because this has turned into the most boring infomercial in history. Uh, Roger, thanks for the call. <laughs> thank uh, you. I, I, I appreciate uh, you being there. Thank you, sir. 448 now, dozen before five here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back. Yeah. More suspicions confirmed about uh, Fox. They showed the first hour of the president's uh, campaign event in uh, Pennsylvania this afternoon. And then they cut away. And immediately it was all Democrat all the time. All the stuff from last night's convention, Obama's speech. Now they've got uh, some uh, Congressman uh, Cleaver, a Democrat from Missouri, uh, who's on there pitching 
uh, Biden and Harris and uh, just, you know, it, it's uh, it's it's patently obvious uh, that these guys are just left leaning. It, it, it's sad. But since uh, Rupert Murdoch's kids have taken over uh, running uh, Fox, it's uh, it's just not the same. Back to the phones we go. Uh, thanks for patiently waiting. Pat joins us from Union this afternoon. Hello, Pat. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, my husband and I tried to watch that Democratic mess. We got just so bored with it. We we just shut the TV off, turned yeah. on the radio. Yeah, snooze a It was unbelievably stupid. Yeah. How can these people believe this? Well, I mean, I don't know if you remember when you were in high school, you had to vote for president of your class. Right. And they got up there and made all kinds of promises, like <laughs> soda in the... Uh, well, water, water fountain. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is everything they're doing. Right. And everything they're promising, Trump has already promised. Yeah. And well, has already fulfilled. Look, look at the way uh, Biden, the, the Democrats even uh, stole Make America Great Again and, and yeah. w- reworked it into Build Back Better, uh, which is nothing but a bunch of alliteration. You know, it, it's, it's ridiculous because they can't really go to issues because they're on the wrong side of everyone. Well, I heard you talking there, talking about opening up the oil fields uh, or derelicts up in northern Alaska. Yep. Trump is going to have a terrible time. Democratic Party in California, that's going to cut their throat because they showed a a documentary on here of the tar fields. Right. The tar pit of California. Right. They went up on a ravine overlooking the uh, outskirts of this place. It's all ranch homes and raised ranch. Mm-hmm. Every one of those houses had a derelict going up and down, pumping a thousand gallons of oil a week. Well, and the president, when he was in Pennsylvania today, was talking about fracking, uh, which has been yeah. a huge boon uh, to uh, Pennsylvania and, and other states as well, the, the Dakotas. And, and other spots, you know, but uh, the, the Democrats just, you know, they they pump up uh, this all this phony stuff uh, and, and try yeah. and homogenize it. And uh, I, I don't think they've uh, I don't think they've gained any any new votes this week. Pat, I got to run, but I thank I you for so. the call. Bye. See you back on Bye. the other side. Five o'clock follies is dead ahead here on the Bobby Mack show on Thursday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.